0: Well, the Michigan Wolverines went to Happy Valley and beat number 10 Penn State 24 to 10. Jim Harbaugh not on the sidelines because he was suspended by the Big Ten for the final three games of the season amid an ongoing NCAA investigation into alleged sign stealing. Let's bring in John. You, Eubre- you, Bacon, New York Times best-selling author, and get your take on it, John. Michigan is certainly digging their heels in. Santa Ono's coming out. Ward Manuel released a statement, and they're trying to get a temporary restraining order. That
1: is correct. It seems these days, Jamie, the action is is at least as much in the course as on the field. We're in a new era, obviously. Uh, what Michigan is fighting is. Not necessarily, they're not claiming innocence, it's important to note, uh, nor that they won't accept the punishment when it comes down, which almost certainly a punishment will come down for Conor Stallions, an analyst on the team, uh, now a former analyst on the team, uh, who has been accused of breaking uh, sign-stealing rules by visiting uh, other teams' stadiums and recording them. So, some things you can do, some things you can't, so go figure on that one, but there it is. Uh, what Michigan is protesting is uh, has, has the Big Ten followed its own rules, its own protocols, and its own due process. That's what they're fighting on Friday morning uh, in a court in Washtenaw County.
2: Well, and, and just – I'm I'm trying to figure out what yardstick to use here because the normal, <laughs> normal rules for due process, for instance, in a court of law or in the po- political spectrum, do they actually apply here? Or does the Big Ten – have some powers that where where due process is in the eye of the beholder as far as they're concerned.
1: You raise a great point, of course, and this is where we get a blurry line. We keep talking about these things: what's illegal, what's not illegal, as though it's the court of law. This is the NCAA, and this is still football, man. It's not you know, life or death or anything else. And therefore, when we have talk you about talked about to a process, Michigan fan lately? <laughs> 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 oh, I have. <laughs> And touche on that one, yes, Armageddon itself. Um, yes, perspective over the weekend is when my son rang the bell at the Memphis Fitzgerald ceremony for one of the men who had gone down in 1975. Then you realize this is still football. But, yes, perspective is yeah. not a strength these days, as you point out, uh, to say the least. Um, yeah, it is a fair question. Um, as a rule, the courts have taken actually sports law, believe it or not, in law school uh, during my one brief semester. Yes. Um, <laughs> Sports law, what they teach you is this, that courts do not like to get involved in associations, whether it's your homeowner association or your tree fort or your Boy Scout tribe or whatever else. They don't want to get involved unless you can show that the club in question is not following its own rules. So the court, as you saw on Friday, did not pass a chance to get involved uh, in getting Jim Harbaugh back on the sidelines or not back on the sidelines. Um, and on this Friday, what Michigan going to try to claim is that the Big Ten is not following its own rules, and the Big Ten is going to counter that, obviously. So you're right. Look, I mean, I go back to one very simple premise, and it's from William Goldman, the old guy who wrote uh, Princess Bride. Nobody knows anything. <laughs> Anybody You've tells tweeted
0: you? that a lot.
1: <laughs> oh, and it still applies, man. Thank you, Jamie. Yes, I have. Um, nobody knows what the court is going to do on Friday. Nobody knows how Michigan is going to react. Nobody knows what the NCAA is going to come down with eventually. And certainly nobody knows if Michigan is going to win or lose against Maryland or Ohio, Ohio State. As Bo Schembechler once explained to me, "Damn it, Bacon, the ball is pointy. It can bounce either way." So we're all guessing.
2: <laughs> John, it, it doesn't appear though that all of this that's going on with Jim Harbaugh and everything is having a negative effect on the on the players.
1: It seems to have the opposite effect, a a Michigan versus the world aspect, and they certainly rallied on Saturday against a good top 10 Penn State team. So that aspect is not – they've not missed much on. However, I think uh, almost every Michigan person would say that uh, to not have Harbaugh on the sidelines versus Ohio State would definitely be a deficit. Uh, Against Maryland, it probably won't matter that much.
0: John, the drama of all of this is is not lost on anyone on social media or in person. I was with some Michigan fans this weekend and they are hoping that the restraining order comes through on Friday and Jim Harbaugh parachutes into the game <laughs> in dramatic fashion. Do you think that's possible?
1: Uh, you know what? I'm going to go back to my my original thought and say that, you know what? I don't know. How's that? <laughs> but yes, that is I mean, you see the range. This thing has become a Rorschach test as you point out about Michigan fans versus Michigan State fans, Ohio State fans, and so on. Uh, The the eye of the beholder goes a long way here.
2: Well, and and, and Pertini points out in his response to the response is that in in nowhere in University of Michigan's response does it say, we didn't do it. So in terms of of evidence, don't they have to refute the evidence, not just say, well, this is a technicality, we should have due process?
1: Not in this case, because the NC. well, that's, I shouldn't even say that because is making that case, and who knows what the judge is going to say. Michigan's argument would be that um, the investigation with the NCAA is still ongoing. There are in the, in the handbook, I guess, the Big Ten handbook, uh, a code whereby the Big Ten and the NCAA will not have simultaneous investigations. So you have to rely on one or the other, in this case, the NCAA's investigation. And you're right. Michigan, nowhere in there, they say from the outset that we believe in you know, fair play and so on, and if we are guilty, we're going to pay the price. Um, so he's right about that, no question about it. So, and then you get in the tricky part of okay, if, if, if you don't punish Michigan midseason, does that allow them an advantage the rest of the season that other teams will not have? That's a question for the courts, obviously. So, man, I, 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 I got into this business to be a sports writer. I have to learn law now. This is great.
0: <laughs> There's an argument that that's why Petiti made a move, not because of the pressure from the other teams, but because this sign stealing allegation happened this year.
1: Correct, and I would say it's definitely both because the pressure from the other teams has been intense, to say the least. Um, I would, other teams is too broad, uh, probably a few teams, but anyway. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, these are open, fair questions. Uh, one thing for sure I can say, we are in uncharted waters. The rule in question, um, rule uh, 16, what, 16.1, I think it is, uh, has been tested once in 29 years back in 2016, so we have very little to go on there. The other rule that will apply it's what I call the captain of the ship rule from the NCAA. It's one year old, and that says that whether, you, whether the head coach knew or did not know what a staffer was doing, you're still responsible, which certainly makes sense. Um, that rule has never been tested. So there are no sentencing guidelines, again, to borrow legalese in this case. So, man, it's wide open. It could be anything as small as a fine for Michigan or vacated victories and therefore potentially a Big Ten or a national title. The range is very broad right now.
2: John Bacon, New York Times, bestselling author, i got to ask you, is there a larger question here? And that is, is this symptomatic of a, of, of anything-to-win um, kind of attitude, whether it's the NCAA or, or in politics, anywhere, that the rules just don't apply? It's, it's win or else?
1: That's one of the aspects that's come up. And another aspect that's come up in the process is how much pull does the NCAA still have? So as rules erode, it used to be illegal to pay players. Now it's not. Uh, Things like that. It seems like rules in general are eroding, and so is the NCAA's power. That's uh, a wild card in this whole thing, which leads to, guess what, even more uncertainty. So that aspect is out there as well. Good read.
2: When it's all said and done, though, uh, and, and this is all over with, will there be some changes in rules?
1: Well, you'd think so. The easiest rule to change in the world is the one the, that the NFL has already changed to end the whole sign-stealing business, which is legal in person but not at someone else's stadium. Um, you're allowed to scout electronically but not in person, go figure, etc. Uh, NFL got rid of all of that by installing uh, microphones into the quarterback's helmets, and that ends the whole thing. I would be very surprised if that has not happened in the offseason to end this whole debate. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: John, thanks so much. We appreciate your insights, sir.
1: Uh, You're welcome. And you guys wake up about three hours before I do, so well done.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we try. (laughs) Some of us will be waking up in the next 30 seconds or so. Uh, Take care, John. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you very much.